Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. Hey, we have been called the Vibe of Thrive lately. And for more information about us, check us out at www.thedrpatshow.com or simply drdrpatlive.com. Joining us in the house today, totally jazz. I love it. Uh, amazing, amazing individual, John Tash. She is joining us here today beyond the books that he's written, beyond his purpose-driven radio show, beyond his incredible music. He is here as what I would call a contemporary teacher. And the lesson is about each and every one of us living our lives full out. We're talking today about intelligence for your life. Finding your passion in life is the focus of John's New York Times best-selling book in today's conversation. And this gifted Emmy Award-winning composer and actor is joining us here today to share his life lessons, his journey, and why a book of this nature is so timely right now. John, thank you so much for joining the show today. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. It was way too big a buildup. I'm out of here. <laughs> no, don't leave me. I'm going to have a moment of abandonment. <laughs> I'll have to go back to therapy. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I'm always in therapy. <laughs> I've, I've worked out a deal with a guy where I can actually call him from the road. Wow, yeah. that's very, very good. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that yet. It's you know, the same amount of money. By yeah, the way. and you just want to get you want to get a therapist, right? That's not going to go on Twitter and say, "Doctor Pat is calling me from the road for a session." <laughs> yeah, the Twitter <laughs> thing is really is really scary. You know, it's, it, it is interesting though because uh, this this guy happens to be a, a Christian therapist, um, and he he really he's ended up being my my paid accountability partner. You know, it's um, it's we live we live our lives so much in this day and age especially men, just wanting to sort of go for it without, a, um, uh, without any accountability. And, and it, gets, it got me into trouble, and it can get you into deep trouble in your business and your personal life. Well, and this is the new term. I mean, um, you know, Don Miguel Ruiz was on the show several times, and we talked about the four agreements. And, you know, part of the four agreements and the level of accountability that he discusses and talks about, uh, and to be impeccable with your word. I mean, what does that mean, John, to be impeccable with your word when we talk about it from the intelligence for your life perspective? Um, you, you know what? I'm sorry. I pulled the phone out of the wall right, right at the end there. <laughs> that, that's okay. But, but it, I know you were talking about the... Well, um, let me ask you again, because yeah. I, I, I know that you you talk about this. I had interviewed Don Miguel Ruiz, the author of The Four Agreements. Four Agreements, which I've read, yeah. Yeah. And he talks about being impeccable with your word. And I wanted to ask you about, you know, intelligence for your life and how it embodies, you know, some of the aspects of the Four, uh, of the four Agreements. Well, you know, there there are some there are basic, and that's what the four agreements are about. But there there are just some basic things that um, that we grew up with back in the day that have been sort of altered these days. And I don't want to be one of those guys who's who's just saying, you know, hey, in the olden days things were much better than they are now. You know, we have we have amazing ways to communicate right now. Uh, but we're you know, and we get this from people who are you know kids who are calling in and. Um, uh, and from you know even older folks and in, in, in older people in college and then people who are 65, 70 years old, talking about the difference, for example, in communication of where, where we've lost our etiquette, where you know you'll talk to somebody and uh, and they won't even look you in the eye. Mm. They're 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 checking their email or and it's become it's it, and and there are a lot of folks who, who refuse to admit that that they're actually addicted to that. I've had that problem with uh, with email when I've been doing the show. I had to just shut off everything. 
but we're not present anymore. You know what I mean? The, I do. The, the, the greatest gift that you can give to somebody that you're trying to have a relationship with, whether it's your boss, coworker, or, 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 or on a first date, or even the waiter, or the person at Starbucks, is to give them your attention. And, and we have really forgotten how to, or decided that we're going to forget how to do that. We don't, and that is, the, that is uh, the, the, the highest level of honor, is, is to stand there and give somebody your attention. And, you know, let's talk about that and what it means to give somebody, uh, you, you know, our, our attention. And I grew up with the term undivided attention. And I think that's kind of the interesting uh, phrase that we talk about here these days is that there is such a thing as undivided attention. It doesn't mean, you know, it's really funny we're talking about this. I was speaking with someone face to face the other day and we were talking about something that I thought was very important. And they've got their little what do you call it, berry out, blackberry mm-hmm. out, and they're talking to me and they're nodding their head and they're, they're in their blackberry. Right. And, I, and I said, I don't think you're paying attention. And he said to me, oh, yeah, I'm paying attention. I am. I said, I want your undivided attention. He said, what does that mean? Yeah. And I thought, wow, yeah. is that like old school, John? Yeah, well, and you know what? We could probably talk about this for, for an hour because it's, in, because it's important because it, it does, without this, everything else crumbles. And when, if your kids, for example, I have a 15-year-old daughter, and if your kids see you as parents talking to each other that way, where you're looking down and not looking in the eyes, that's how they're going to talk to you. Or if they see you texting while you're driving, they're going to, you know, they're, they're, they're going to text. So I don't, I don't hang with the people or agree with the people because I know it's not true. Who, that same person probably at some point said to you, you know what, I can multitask nicely. But it is, it has been proven it's impossible for the brain to hold two thoughts at the same time. It's not, it's not possible. Uh, and they've studied this for many years. So, in other words, if you're, if you're texting or even reading an email or somebody's talking to you, you're not getting even 40 or 50 percent of that. Plus, the whole dishonor thing is, uh, is huge. And I know people at, um, at Starbucks right around where I live who won't serve you if you're on the phone. They'll, they'll just say, I'm sorry, I can't serve you. I'll have to go to the back of the line. Um, because it's just so so disrespectful. It's it's honestly it is something that really talks about the level of uh, of I call it uh, you know disenfranchised yeah. uh, attention. Yeah. It yeah. really is. You disenfranchise yeah. yourself. And yet I was in the grocery store the other day. I had to run in and get some stuff for the office, and I'm running around. And I thought this woman was talking to me, John. Yeah, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. I thought she was talking to me. She yeah. was, and yeah. I'm I'm answering her. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah well, that happens all the time. And, and here's another thing, you know, because we, you know, we, we, with these 10 researchers that we have, Dr. Pat, we, we end up with, uh, you know, all kinds of the latest information on what's happening and trends and all the rest of that. The biggest trend now in emergency rooms is people with forehead lacerations and ankle sprains. And the reason is that we are now texting and walking into trees and light poles and turning our ankles, stepping off the, into the, into the crosswalk and pedestrians, 13% of deaths this year already are in crosswalks with people stepping in front of cars. That's literally staggering. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, is. it is. No it pun is. intended. It is. No, yeah, it, it is. is. It is, Benny. You're right. Uh, and, and you know, John, I, and I want to ask you because, you know, let's talk for a minute about your radio show as well. Because you're on air and you're nationally syndicated, or probably internationally syndicated. And, um, you know, this is 
the message that you're taking out, of course, is one of of looking at our lives and looking at it in a way that will take us to reach an endpoint that pretty much continue con- contributes to the to the other people on the planet as well. What are you finding with not only your your radio show, but also you know the concerts that you have, the face to face you're now getting with people? What's on their minds? Well, the be- and that's a great question. The beauty of that whole thing is that we just got back from Pensacola, Baton Rouge, and Panama. City. We do three concerts every month. So we mm-hmm. used to do 60 in a row. But we're away from our family for so long, so we just spread it out over the, over the whole year or maybe like 13 months. Uh, and, and, and we meet a lot of our audience members, like two or 300 of them uh, after the show and maybe 50 before the show. And, and the big thing is, and, and we do this shout out uh, in, in the show uh, a little more eloquently than this, but we, we talk about finding your purpose in life and, and finding, uh, finding a way to live outside yourself and, and live for others. And one of the things we have found is that people are, are hungry for that because a lot of people are out of, out of, out of work right now. And, and there are some people who are out of work who are actually grateful for being fired because they were in jobs they didn't want. And this was the thing. This was the thing that kicked them out the door, you know, that pushed them out the door and said, okay, you, you need to change your life now. So uh, we're seeing a, a whole lot of that of people who are going through life-changing experiences, especially baby boomers mm-hmm. who have, you know, they've, they bet everything on the savings, on the stocks, on the 401K, and then when that became a 201K, you know, it's like, okay, well, I can't, uh, you know, what's our, our buddy Rick Warren, the purpose-driven life guy, he said, you know, between this day and the next, we will give our lives to something. The decision on that will shape our destiny, which basically means you become what you worship. Mm. And, you know, part of this is really uh, getting 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 used to the idea of that uh, of empowerment, getting used to the idea that we actually have a powerful, powerful presence and we can create the lives we want. It's tough, though. And I've been through this. Believe me. You know, the greatest gift that I got was getting hit with the whole, you know, downsizing no job thing over a decade ago because I had time to react. But we are really getting a lesson in empowerment, aren't we? Oh yeah, for sure, and and uh, it's it is one of those things where the moment you become it, it, the moment you become comfortable is when you should realize that maybe there's maybe you shouldn't be that comfortable. You know, maybe maybe you shouldn't be saying, okay, when am I going to retire? When am I going to quit this? And that you should think more about what is. And I know this is such a phrase that people have heard so many times, but it's so true. What's the deepest desire of my heart? What is it that makes me come alive? What is my purpose? What am I doing today that's getting me closer to that purpose? And how does that purpose fit in with other people's lives? My purpose for about 10 years, Pat, was, you know, reading the celebrity birthdays on TV. I was making a fortune, and I, this is Entertainment Tonight, and, right, I was, right. and I was an unhappy guy. And when I went to my wife and said, you know, I just really want to be a full-time musician, she's like, well, I know that, so let's do that, you know. But everybody else was like, what are you doing? Because what the world says you know, don't don't ask yourself, you know, what 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 the world needs. Ask yourself what it is that makes you come fully alive, and go do that. Because what the what uh, what God wants is men men and women who are fully alive. You know, and and if you're not fully alive, then you need to make a desperate effort to change that. Well, and that's what we're talking about today. Very special guest uh, in the house, John Tesh. When we come back, we'll be talking about what fully alive means. And also the fact you can be fully alive and not have to pay a single dime to purchase it. We'll be right back to the Dr. Pat Show. Is Egypt calling you? 
Join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman for an initiatory journey to Egypt, May 2010. Picture yourself meditating in the Great Pyramid, cruising down the Nile on a private sailing yacht, and exploring ancient temples in exclusive visits. For a journey that expands your consciousness and opens your heart, Call 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. Hi, this is Anna Luque, author of The Yogurt Diet. Based on scientific research, this lifestyle has been carefully formulated to promote weight loss and boost the immune system. The Yogurt Diet will help you achieve overall balance and radiant health, even if you suffer from lactose and gluten intolerance, yeast infections, digestive problems, and more. Consuming yogurt daily is an excellent way to optimum health and ideal weight. And the yogurt I recommend is Greek God's Greek Yogurt. So thick and creamy. Greek God's yogurt is simply yogurtlicious. Greek God's yogurt is full of probiotic bacteria, good for overall health. And it's made with all natural ingredients in the same tradition yogurt has been made in Greece for centuries. Try the Greek God's popular honey yogurt or the tangy yet subtly sweet pomegranate. Don't forget to try the new Greek God's kefir cheese spread. Great for dips or as a healthy substitute for sour cream. Be happy. Go Greek. Experience the myth. Can you imagine a world where noodles are calorie-free? For centuries, Japanese women have eaten these noodles. Now this Japanese Miracle Noodle is available in the United States at MiracleNoodle.com. As seen on ABC News, this noodle made only of soluble fiber has zero net carbs and zero calories. Imagine the possibilities. Now you know why it's called Miracle Noodle. Add noodles back into your diet guilt-free at MiracleNoodle.com. Perfco Green. Biodegradable by nature, green by choice. Traditional trash bags stay in our landfills and pollute the earth for over 800 years or more. Perfco Green trash bags disappear naturally within two years and leave nothing harmful behind. Convert your home, school, and business to Perfco Green. Now available at Walgreens, Amazon.com, OfficeMax, and other local stores. Visit PerfGoGreen.com. That's P-E-R-F-GoGreen.com. Margaret McElroy is an internationally recognized psychic, medium, and gifted spiritual teacher graduating hundreds of students from five continents, a popular magazine and newspaper clairvoyant from nearly a dozen publishing houses. She's authored eight books and hosted syndicated radio shows on over 30 stations around the world. Margaret says there's never been such a thirst for metaphysical knowledge. Check out her website at margaretmcelroy.com. That's margaret, M-C-E-L-R-O-Y, dot com. Okay, everybody, welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. And that's a little music, isn't it, Benny? Yeah, I pulled off uh, our uh, fantastic YouTube. We have Two Worlds, and of course, it's a version of John Tesh, uh, a live music and interpretive dance. It was a show that done on stage. Absolutely. That's not me dancing, right? No, no. Uh, you would look great, though, dancing. <laughs> yeah. oh, you totally would. Absolutely. And I bet, you know, we would 
double your attendance. (laughs) Well, maybe not. (laughs) John Tesh, everyone, I want to make sure that you have information. uh, Find out about his books, about his radio show, and about his live concerts. For those of you that are listening, and I know you are in across the country, um, check it out because John's going to be in Massachusetts, New York, Connecticut, Portland. He's going to be in the state of Washington in both Yakima and Spokane, South Dakota. And for those of you listening in the Minnesota area, and I know you are, you're going to find out more information there. You can go to com. John, thank you so much for joining us here today. I wanted to ask you about this this pull and this push, actually, energy that some people are experiencing. We had a previous guest on today that talked about things speeding up and how it's really a call to action for so many people to figure out how they can contribute. What are your thoughts on that? Well, yeah, uh, the first the first part of that, uh, things speeding up, uh, it, that's a that's a real danger. You have to you have to make sure that you're running things at the speed that works for you because. I've seen this happen in, in my house with me, also with my, my daughter and my wife, where uh, because of email, because of texting, and now because of Facebook, we are presented with, with questions, and sometimes they're moral questions, and we make a decision before we think. We make a very quick decision because, uh, and because of, because of the technology, that decision can go out to millions and millions of people or just to one person, um, which includes things like cyberbullying and pornography and, and stuff called sexting between teens that can change your life forever. And so when we run at the speed of, of, of DSL or, or whatever cable service or a T1 line, we can end up making really horrible decisions. And uh, that's one of the things that I'm, you know, that I'm, I'm trying to do is to, you know, is, to, is to slow that down a little bit and certainly encourage my daughter to do the same is to you know is to take a deep breath take take you know uh, five ten seconds before you send a text to somebody before you before you say something mean or say something you're going to regret. Mm. You know, you wrote Intelligence for Your Life. You wrote the book, and and you talk about you share stories uh, about your own personal journey. Uh, and you talk about some of the passions, some of the some of the events that have shaped your life professionally and personally. And I wanted to ask you of how what your life has been like, how the journey has been, how has that shaped where you are today and the message that you now have? Yeah, I think the number one thing that I've that I've learned, and it took me a great bit of um, uh, I had really bad stage fright uh, years ago, and I went, I went to an expert who deals with orchestras to get rid of that. But the number one thing I learned um, uh, working in in television and certainly working on the on the stage is uh, is to really embrace risk. You know, there there was a study done recently by the Mayo Clinic where they interviewed people uh, over ninety years old in, in North America, and they asked them all the questions you you can. You
And, you know, this is really a, a conversation for so many people that don't even realize they're on the edge of risk, meaning that their lives have changed. A lot of people without jobs, my best friend lost her job, and and it's hard to see sort of the space of opportunity. I wonder, John, uh, you know, I'm sure you talk about this on your, your radio show. What would you say to people that are on that ledge or on that edge and are looking for another way to go but just don't have quite the gumption to get there? Well, eventually, if, if you're not acting on your passion, if you're not living the, your, your life with passion, with the personal passion that's been planted in your DNA, it will eventually track you down. Now, and that, that might be, you know, 75, 80 years old on your deathbed, and you go, ah, oh, I wish I did it. Or it might be, you know, tomorrow, or something might happen. Somebody has, you know, that, that book, Who Moved My Cheese? The boss may come in today and say, hey, listen, you know, I, I, we can't use you anymore. But you realized six months before that that there were things you could do to, that, that, would have, that would have stopped that. So uh, I, I think the, question, the big question is, do you want to make the decision or do you want somebody to make that decision for you? If, you? if you're feeling you want somebody to make that decision for you, you need to read about five books that I can recommend right away <laughs> or get into therapy because you don't want to live that kind of life. Um, and I've, I have lived that life. You know, I've, I've gone into neutral before, and as ridiculous as it sounds, Working for Entertainment Tonight, making seven figures a year, working four hours a day, was was beyond neutral for me. It's not what I was born for. I love those people there. I had the best time, but it was it was basically, I mean, it was the equivalent of just just drinking cocktails all day and not actually going out and and and, and living my life and getting the sunshine in my face. And you know, this is part of the journey that each and every one of us are getting to learn. Do you think we're at a pivotal place, John, right now? And first of all, you know, what people call the consciousness, but more importantly, you know, the intelligence for our lives, how we make decisions that will either take us on the path to, path to more happiness or not? Yeah, I, I, I really do. And I, th- I think that this, you know, this economic slowdown, whatever you want to call it, crash, has, has really opened our, our eyes to what happens when we when we worship things what happens when we worship money and i'm you know hey i i i I had a porsche once i loved that that was great fun for me but uh the feeling you can you can absolutely buy happiness we had this on the show just recently the the number one way to buy happiness is just to take five dollars today and go out and find somebody that that means a lot to somebody below the poverty line and and there, I mean, we could talk for literally hours about all the empirical evidence that's come out of the Harvard Wellness Letter and, and out of MIT about what happens to your body when you do something nice for somebody else. It ends up being the, you know, volunteering five hours a week ends up being the drug equivalent of feeling of one milligram of Valium. So, uh, you know, crank that up to 20 hours a week and you've got four milligrams of Valium. If you've ever had that much Valium, you know, just, <laughs> we'd be encouraged to volunteer. And, you know, I talk about this a lot. And thank you for saying that, John. I mean, when I, you know, when I, my job went away, um, it took me a little couple months to do. But the best thing I ever did was find Chicken Soup, uh, Chicken Soup Brigade in the Seattle area. And yeah, sure. It's like you come alive. John, thank you so much for joining us here today. I wanted to ask you, what's your personal message for folks? And let's give out your website again. Yeah, uh, our, our website is uh, Tesh.com. And uh, you can also find me on Facebook, too. We, have some, we, we take people behind the, uh, the stage uh, uh, a lot on, on Facebook. But, but really, the, you know, the number one thing I want to leave people with is just the, the fact that uh, the joy of God is men and women. Uh, men and women fully alive. So if you're not feeling fully alive, you need to figure out what that looks like for you and take action. Ask five important people in your life what they see you're doing. If you're not doing that, then you're making a mistake. 
Wow. Thank you, John Tesh, everyone. Thank you, John, for joining us here today. Great conversation. And of course, you can find out how you can listen to his radio show nationally in whatever part of the country you are in. And thank you for listening to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. For more information about us, go to www.thedrpatshow.com or very simply drpatlive.com. And, you know, remember this. You have you have the gumption to live an inspired life. Don't let your worries and your thoughts hold you back. We'll see you next time. <music>